0: Welcome to the Inner Revolution Show, where we take a journey within to uncover the inner resources deep within our soul to transform physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It is through this higher sense of knowing we are able to design and live our lives with purpose, compassion, and for the collective consciousness. Are you ready to start your own inner revolution? Come with me. Welcome to the Inner Revolution Show, everyone. I am your host, Dr. Renee, and welcome yet for another amazing week. I know I say it all the time, but our guests are superb, phenomenal, and I know that you are going to really enjoy this show. So we have a very special guest with us today who is just beyond brilliant, um, beautiful, and really lights up Instagram every time she comes on. And I sort of fell into the lap of her page one day when I was truly mesmerized by the work that she was doing on animal spirits. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But who am I talking about? I'm talking about April Sumner. I would summarize her because she is somebody who doesn't like to be categorized into a box. I won't dare put her there, but I think she is probably one of the new age creative and really just downright um, impeccable in her ability to really capture that beautiful light as a light worker and bring it into the common frame for all of us to be able to experience. So let's go ahead and get this beautiful soul on the show. April, are you there? I am. Thank you so much. That was so beautiful.
1: It just am... touched my heart.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. And I know we've been trying to get together for a while and it's hard sometimes with schedules. And as you had said, there would be a perfect moment and it happened. And here we are. So I'm here so excited. We are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so oh, these shows, I I wish that there would be a day where I could just say we're no longer in the pandemic, but these are the shows that are in the pandemic, and um, I was actually getting ready to end season three in March because I've been doing three seasons already of this show and was going to start season four. But I've made a commitment we're not going to end season three until we are at least on an upswing of kind of getting back to some way, (laughs) shape, or form, normalcy. That's the word I'm looking for, normalcy Mm -hmm. in the world. So you're coming in at a time where we're in A crisis. We are in the pandemic. We are having to really swing and rebalance and find ourselves again. And you have a story that is so beautifully aligned with this, that there was a time in your life in which you were sort of catapulted into a space of really having to reassess and really rethink about where you were and who you were. So can you talk a little bit about some of your story and how you've come to this space right now? Sure. I'd love to do that.
1: So I was working for an organization for 20 years, which is basically my whole career life. Um, Many different positions, uh, really high pressure towards the end. I was in corporate sales and uh, I knew things were shifting in my life. Um, I knew something was coming. I, you know, like my intuition was really getting going. Um, I was starting to feel more things and starting to sense that, you know, I just really was not in the right place anymore. There were lots of periods where I loved working for that company, um, lots of positions that I loved to do, but I knew that it was going to be changing and then that change did happen on the Lion's Gate, which um, was in oh, wow. August of last year, right? So that's you know, major shift, and it was just uh, couldn't be more perfect. Uh, but what really happened for me after that, you know, I just had all of this space in my life because in corporate sales, I was traveling all the time, yeah, you know, at least a couple of times a month, I was traveling. And then I was working long hours, and I also loved to travel in my own personal time. Uh, <laughs> I, people thought I was crazy. In 2018, I did a trip at least every month, a personal trip. It was my biggest travel wow. year ever. It was super fun. I did more than 12 trips that year, actually, but um, I was just constantly trying to find something fun to do because I worked so hard and my whole motto was that work hard, play hard. And I was just go, 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 go. No time to really sit back and feel what was really going on in my life. And um, when that space opened up in August, and a little bit before, I had kind of started to step back, but August is really when it <laughs> opened yeah. up for me. Um, I started to sense, oh, I, I'm feeling this way about this and this way about that. And the the reason why I, I think I was starting to feel so much more is because I had been introduced to HeartMath Research Institute, and I was using some of their techniques, and The technique that I used most often, which is called quick coherence, really, it's a very short and simple breathing technique, but it focuses you in on how you're feeling because you try to find a place of care or appreciation, just some sort of renewing feeling. And you have to be aware that you were not feeling that way before, (laughs) Um, and now you're trying to move into this feeling, and you start to see, you know, and feel how your body is reacting throughout the day as you use this practice, and so I was practicing that a lot, and then I came to this point of space during my day where all of a sudden, I could, it was like I could hear myself more, you know, I could hear my feelings. And, um, wow, it's really changed my whole life. It's so strange. Um, and sometimes I feel like, well, you know, shouldn't I be feeling kind of traumatized or something from this, but I'm not, I'm so excited that things are shifting, um, because they're shifting in accordance with how I feel. So I've recognized, oh, I was just kind of going through the motions of that for so long. And I don't, I'm not really feeling good about that anymore. What do I want to do about that? You know, is it something in me that I need to shift or do I make a change to my circumstances? So since then I have experimented with a lot of different services that I could offer to the world to add value, to add heart. But I've also decided to sell my big house, let go of my nice car. Which I was right in the midst of doing before this whole pandemic hit us, right? So I'm still in the house, I still have the car. And I downsized in a major, major way to prepare myself so that I could, what I thought would be going out on the road and doing a soul journey, full time RV life for a while. Yeah. But until I really landed on, okay, this is. The mission. This is the service work that I am meant to do.
0: So that's kind of been put on pause. Mm -hmm. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) the pandemic has required us all, right? (laughs) But I love your way of expressing that you have come to a place of really hearing your feelings, Mm -hmm. really hearing those emotions and those thoughts now. And you know, I know you and I have in common. You know, this very deep understanding you know through our own training but also through our own self exploration that the heart is beyond absolutely divine in its own intelligence system its own wisdom center you know everything about the space that you're talking about really resides deep within our hearts but but we as particularly as Westerners Americans Canadians right we all tend to get sort of trapped into that very individualistic consumerism, capitalism, me, me, me kind of drive, which leads us to be very brain-centered, right? Very thought-centered, mm-hmm. memory-dominant, and it leads us into these battles in our lives. Are we making the right decision? Are we not making the right decision? And could you talk a little bit to our followers or you know, anything that you sort of have done along this journey that has allowed you to really stay in that place of the heart, even in those conflicts? So I, I use heart mass practices, um, which,
1: you know, one of the ones that I use the most, like I said, is quick coherence. And when I feel conflict come up or in these times, right, and in my old job, there was a lot of stress. And so I could feel the stress happening. And so, I'd, okay, I, I choose not to be in this state. Uh, stress is no good. It just um well, I don't want to say it's no good. In in limited circumstances, it's good. Right. But <laughs> yeah. the kind of stress we um tolerate within ourselves is not good, you know. For the most part, um many of us live in, in a lot of stress, and it's not necessary, so we can very easily move into a renewing feeling. Instead, hmm. and so I just kept returning back, and that that technique that I used it focuses in on the heart, and this is all scientifically backed. Um, right. So I've been I've been teaching others a little bit about heart math and about this technique, and I'm going to continue to do so because I do understand that many folks want to see that science um, and I like to see the science too and mm-hmm. that's where that's so good what heart math is doing because they've been researching this for over 25 years and they have the techniques and they have ways to measure um, so anybody who needs that information can feel good about it um, but by managing heart rate variability you're actually able to Eliminate that stress response, and you do that partially by focusing in on your heart, and you get quiet. And I started to notice that it was more than just alleviating my stress, that it was opening up a space, it was opening up a channel for that inner wisdom to yes.
0: come out um, and say hello. <laughs> mm-hmm yes oh my god i love that you brought that up because in a course that i recently taught um, we were talking very specifically about the research on the heart virtues as well and you know really there's so much now before us scientifically driven as you said that is showing us again the importance of, of staying centered and rooted in this very aspect it doesn't mean to be you know, blind or ignorant and not utilize your brain. But one of the things I've always talked about with people was that the heart takes a little bit longer to give you the answer because it comes from the space of wisdom and wisdom comes over time. The brain is just so quick, right? To give you the answers, which leads you to believe it's more like a child in a way who just wants to tell you what you want to hear sometimes Mm -hmm. because you want the answer, right? And the heart Doesn't work like that. The heart requires us to sit and be still and be quiet, as you mentioned before, because the answer comes from the wisdom. So, thank you so much for mentioning that. Because I think people right now in this pandemic are really struggling with a situation of which none of us have lived through. And we're questioning whether we have wisdom or not, you know, in relation to this. And You know, if you were thinking about just your own knowledge and working through the heart and your own experience, you know, what advice would you provide to them to be able to, you know, sort of really begin to look and see and feel that wisdom? Um, Be still, you know, you have to quiet your own mind.
1: And, you know, even if you don't, if you have doubts about the wisdom of the heart, I mean, there's research to back up the wisdom of the heart, but even if you have doubts about that, There's other research that says the subconscious mind works 40,000 times faster than your conscious mind. Yeah. But if if you're busy trying to be consciously thinking about something, then you're not allowing the other messages to come through necessarily. They get kind of like a little drowned out. So, you know, everyone talks about meditation. Certainly meditation is um, something that I would... Propose that people try if they haven't already, if they don't have a practice. I like to think of heart math's techniques as a little micro meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you feel like you can't sit still. For five minutes, or ten minutes, or thirty minutes to do a meditation, you could do a simple breathing technique like what HeartMath offers, and there's videos online for free. Or if they want to, listeners want to message me. I'm happy to help as well. But that quick coherence technique takes one or two minutes yeah. once you know how to do it. I think that's what I would say: is you don't you don't have to start off with some big, long, drawn out process you can start really small and that's how I started really I was doing meditation before that and I honestly had trouble still have trouble if I sit down for 30 minutes to do a meditation (laughs) because you know for all the reasons everybody says my mind just starts
0: thinking it hears a little noise and it's like
1: oh what was that
0: Right squirrel, 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 I know, <laughs> and I teach children how to meditate. You can only imagine it 's like one of those oh. right where we we really have to start small and exactly like you're saying, attend to all of that, but I love heart math, and you know i I was exposed a couple of years ago in the school district that we serve, and was just so pleased you know to see students so engaged and so excited about really tapping into um, their heart, to that pranic that energy, and really understanding how it can work for us, right? It doesn't have mm-hmm. to work against us, and the anxiety is the same spectrum, and once we understand it, we can, we can reverse the flow of that, of that energy, and it's so amazing to see the kids. So I'll definitely put a link on the radio page um, for Heart Math as well as all of your contact information, so our listeners can reach out. If they have any questions. I I would add the other thing too that's really helped me a
1: lot. It helped me to not completely silence my mind necessarily, but just kind of give it a chill pill is I started a journaling practice. Mm -hmm. And I know, you know, everybody said journaling practice, journaling practice. But really though, um, when I sit down and journal, uh, I can ask myself a question. Well, you know, why did I react this way? You know, while I was angry, da, 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 da. And And the thing is that as I go on, it's like clarity begins to come because my mind stops spinning in a circle and now it's like, oh, well, you already said that. You already wrote that. Now let's, it's like, it just keeps on moving on Right. and I'm able to be so much more constructive and it just seems so much more intelligent when I write it out. (laughs) <laughs> um, then when I try to, try to sit and think about it. That's just for me personally. And I know that journaling does help a lot of people. So that would be another recommendation I would give.
0: Yeah. And I saw on your website, a lot of the different types of journaling strategies and you were discussing some different aspects, like even about forgiveness or mm. going into a very specific aspect to focus on. Can you talk a little bit about how, what you recommend as far as people addressing that and working through some of that? I would say that journaling is such a personal thing for each,
1: each person, whatever you're dealing with. Yeah. You know um, what I was dealing with was how do I understand these feelings that are coming up? Because a lot of my life, you know, growing up, I, I, I was never diagnosed or anything, but I just feel like I disassociated a lot, um, from the trauma of my childhood and just chose not to think about it, chose not to feel about it. And so just kind of became disconnected from my feelings. So, um, last year or so when feelings started to pop up, I was like, Whoa, mm-hmm. what's, what do I do about this stuff? <laughs> yeah. And who are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to tell me? And so that's one of the things that I, I like to write out. Um, and it was kind of like just, <laughs> it's just like throwing up on the paper is how it first started. Like I'm feeling so blah, 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 um, But then I started to kind of evolve my practice and I started going into more of a forgiveness practice where I said, okay, well, you know, yes, that person irritated me. And then I would look for the reflection of myself, either in the now or in the past. And maybe it was not a one-to-one thing, but um, I would try to find myself off the hook and forgive myself so I can see it in myself, I can forgive myself, and then I can be more compassionate and forgive the other person. So I, I did a lot of that. And then I also have done a lot of just reflection journaling, you know, what am I grateful for? Yeah. Um, What do I appreciate right now? Even during this time of this pandemic, uh, I mentioned to, you know, some of my friends on Facebook right the other day, like even amidst everything that's happening right now, what is heartwarming to me is some of the things that are happening in the natural world. Yeah. I saw an article about turtles showing up in a massive way, unlike before, because the beaches in India are clear, so they can just come on out and there's going to be a massive birthing of turtles, Mm.
0: right? And so little things like that, oh, it gives me goosebumps right now. I know. Um, And you know, I love this aspect. Well, one, India is my second home and, um, you know, having been there many times, I still have much family and friends over there and they're talking about how great sadness it is right now, because, you know, I've been in places like Delhi and other places that are just smog central, but, you know, predominantly spend most of my time in Jaipur and and other places where it's, it's far more clear, but still they have some problems. But now they're saying, oh, our sky is blue again. And we have all Mm. these things, but we can't go out, you know? And I said, well, that's, part of the cycle right it really is about just the allowing and i too am so moved by these different movements of the animals right now and you know this is one of the things that i love the most about you not that i don't love all of you but i do but um this is the one piece <laughs> that i think is probably the one that i'm most drawn to with you is really understanding the spirit of the animals and how in tuned and connected we all are in the oneness of the world. And can you talk a little bit about some of the work, um, particularly in the, in the light worker realm that you do around animal spirits and you know what that connection really is? Sure. So that's on my Instagram
1: profile is where I usually talk about the animal spirits. And personally, I really believe that Spirit, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, speaks to us in the language that we can hear best. And one of the ways that I receive messages the best is from animals. And it's not that the animals talk to me, although I have done a lot of study on animal telepathy and I really want to get there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, right now I just see the animals, um, animals will show up to me either in real life or, um, I'll just start getting an animal popping into my awareness over and over. Um, and something inside me just kind of clicks and goes, Oh, there's a message. Aww. Um, and so then I, I start to think about that animal and what is the animal doing that might be a message to me, like in their life. So for instance, snakes, Um, right before I was separated from the company I was working for, I was seeing snakes a lot, but it was mainly snakes who were shedding their skin or snake skins Mm -hmm. or scary snakes. But they, I was seeing rattlesnakes. I almost stepped right on a rattlesnake, but I was, I was in these positions with these scary snakes but i was always in a i was always safe i was never harmed and so i was like okay i'm going to be shedding something yeah um there's danger but i'm going to be safe you know and now i've been seeing snakes again but it, they're not shedding you know um they're not poisonous snakes and so what it's telling me now um is okay it's time to be aware uh, be aware of your surroundings just based on how the animals have been appearing to me. I think I've seen four snakes just this week. (laughs) Yeah, it's really, really funny how things start showing up. And um, so, you know, being aware and right now that actually just brings to mind something I want to say is in these times that we're in right now, it seems so dire um, and the news and media make it even worse. I do not watch that at all, because they create too much stress. Yeah, Stress releases cortisol, and cortisol shuts down our immune system, and so it's just no good. I have the information I need in order to be prepared and to take care of me and my family and so forth, and, and that's all that I really require, but one thing um, that came to me was a quote, Tony Robbins says it a lot, see it as it is, not worse than it is see it as it is. Um, and sure we're going through this and there's a lot of things going on, but it could be ushering in something very new and beautiful for us all. It's not the worst type of illness that we've ever seen um, on this planet, you know? Um, and there's a lot of good things that are coming out of the lockdown too, even though it's not totally comfortable Just see it as it is.
0: I love that. And, and I, I totally agree because I think many times people, when they begin to either start to transition into the awakening or are further along in the journey, as many of us are, sometimes we can take even the process of the journey too literally. And, you know, in moments recognizing that what is before us isn't always literal For one, as you're talking about with the animals. And sometimes there are inverse meanings, and sometimes there are, you know, um, other that not necessarily for you or someone you're connected to. So, you know, I really recommend you guys, if you're really interested in this area, you know, really reach out to somebody who has some expertise in it so that you're not scaring the bejesus out of yourself. (laughs) I had the same thing happen. I was seeing owls, like, just profoundly seeing owls and you know people were like oh my god you know and it was like negative nelly and all these kinds of things and i said no you don't understand in a past life you know i had a really profound experience with owls like i had a guardian with me at all times and you know, when that shows up, yes, there are things to pay attention to. But for me, it's not like a life threatening thing. Um, it, it means a very different thing. And so, you know, really, I just want to caution everybody, you know, kind of do your research, but reach out to the experts like April who can really help you understand what these meanings are. So you're not just literally thinking that you're dying or something's happening. And oh, my God, the bad's coming, right? Just like dream analysis. It doesn't always mm-hmm. mean what you think it is. But I love that you're saying to really look deep within and and really think about the great things that are still before us and that's a beautiful message. Now, do you happen to have a sense, not to put you on the spot at this moment, but any particular animal coming to you, resonating with you during our conversation that's maybe sending us a message? Who knows? The
1: the one that just keeps coming to me, which I already mentioned is the snake. And uh, as I was sitting here talking with you throughout this whole time, I was wondering if another animal was going to come forth and one has not come forth, but the snake also has an alternate meaning of rebirth. Mm. And for many of us, this will be a time of rebirth uh, into something new, whether that's um, perhaps a new job perhaps a new place to live, perhaps a new way of being, perhaps a new relationship, the new earth. Yeah. So
0: um, the snake has a lot to say. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm not surprised at that because honestly, I've really been struggling over the last couple of weeks with, you know, um, well, probably over the last probably four or five months, honestly, where it's like the veil was just pulled away and I could see everything as it really truly is and that meant seeing through people that I once thought were different and um, Mm -hmm. not that it's disappointing but it's surprising in some ways it's uh, maybe not so surprising and I have to face what my intuition was already always telling me or Mm -hmm. people that I thought were friendly are not and, you know, it's it's one of those where my intuition has always been divinely guided. And I find I'm, I'm finally at a point in my life, as I'm sure you can respect, where I don't doubt it anymore. And I don't always know what to do with it, but I never doubt it anymore or shut it down. And I've had a lot of that, you know, a lot of having to step away from certain types of people or situations. I've been very vocal about this on Instagram, too that it's almost like a cleaning out of your closet in a way, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just surprised, you know, not surprised. I mean, I'm almost 50 years old. So, I mean, I get it that this is my second cycle and you know um, you know, it's time right of the things that you thought were going to work for you to maybe let go. So does the snake kind of have any connection to that? Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Well,
1: I think it does for me. Um, and really, for everyone, when you go back to uh, the message of awareness, right? So, yeah. the the snake senses vibrations through its tongue. Oh. And one thing to keep in mind now that we have some space is not to take things at face value. Yeah, the, we have other ways of sensing things, and for those who Maybe have not been paying as much attention to feelings um, or their gut feelings, or what their heart is telling them. Maybe this is a time to step back and be aware of what you're really feeling, and it might be time to make some other changes. I, I totally resonate with what you were saying about relationships. I'm going through that right now. Yeah. Um, And the other thing that has personally come up for me is, oh gosh, you know, I've been in personal development for 20 years. How did I not see this before? (laughs) Right. You know, like all this, like judgment and shame that like rears its ugly head, and I have to be compassionate with myself, right? And be forgiving and understanding, and just go, okay, well, it is what it is. And now,
0: what am I creating? Yeah. You know, how do I, I how do I want to feel? Yes. Yes. Amen. I was going to say the only thing when you talked about the snake and I was asking about the animal, um an animal came before me in a way, um a very um I thought it was just a deer at first, but then I saw the the really strong antlers that leads me to believe that mm. it's a buck. Does that have any particular significance?
1: Yeah, stag. Um you know, the stag is such a, it's a majestic creature, but yet uh, in relation to humans, it's really not got a lot of defense, um, but in the animal kingdom, it does with its big set of horns. Mm. So, well, I think um, the stag, although it's a mighty creature, um, it still moves through the world with grace and poise. Yeah. Yeah you know, which is something that we could all take in right now, you know, remain calm. And if you find yourself getting out of that place, um, come back to that point of grace, uh, which it's not just about the way that you feel, but it's also about your immunity too. If we're in a, in a place of fear, place of stress, then we're, we're not doing the best for ourselves and our
0: health and the health of those around us. Yeah, so, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's I love this area. I could talk about this all day with you. And I know we don't have much time left here on the podcast, but I wanted to just give you a moment here before I ask you my last question, which you may know what is coming if you've listened to previous episodes. But anything else that you want to leave our listeners with today um, regarding your journey, you know, really the work that you're doing um, that you feel really is, is at the, the core of your heart right now?
1: I would say one thing that if I may, um, that I am offering people is either one-on-one assistance or assistance with groups mm-hmm. to learn the heart math, quick coherence. Mm. And, um, I am a big believer in the principle of be the change you wish to see in the world. Yeah. So, I right now, anyway, I don't have a a set pay scale or fees associated with that. I'm sort of following the principle, not sort of, I am right now following the principle of take what you need and give what you can. Yeah. Uh, So, if this is a time in somebody's life where they feel like they need to learn about this technique to help them manage their emotions and come into their heart and get into that wisdom of the heart, uh, but they don't have funds, that's fine. I will find a way to help. If you have a group that you manage, then I can do the same for you. And I know that some businesses are going to be having trouble making payments next month. So um, if you have something to give, great. And if not, I'm still here to help. So I would like to make that offer.
0: Oh, it sounds beautiful. And we'll definitely put all that information on our radio page here. So and well, We're getting to the end of the show. I hate when we get to this point because I love talking to all of my guests. And the last question that I always ask is called the footprint in the sand because it is about a legacy question about the imprint that you are really trying to make on the world. So in many, many years to come, as you'll be here for a long, long time, but thinking of yourself in the future, looking back on the work that you're doing, what do you really hope to leave the world through what you do?
1: Well, I I hope that people can see the transformation that was made in my life and then the way that I stepped forward uh, to really live from my heart and to try to find love and compassion for those around me and forgiveness for myself, for others, for the collective. Right now, I'm working on a little creative project, which is a little book of um, my own reflections on forgiveness and that mirror effect that I was talking about Mm -hmm. through Ho'oponopono, which is a Hawaiian healing methodology. And so, yeah, um, I'm just like one, one little light out in the world. And I hope that my legacy is that it just radiates out and maybe sparks
0: some other little lights to turn on. Oh, that's so beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I can almost see the little lanterns lighting up as you were sort of talking about that. (laughs) So my friend, thank you so much for being here on The Inner Revolution. It's been an absolute pleasure. Likewise. Thank you for having me. It's been so fun. And you are welcome anytime. I know we have so much to talk about and we can never seem to get to everything in these little episodes, but you are welcome anytime. Thank you so much, Renee. I appreciate it. And so can you let our listeners know how they can find you? Obviously, again, we'll have all of the info on our notes page. So whether you're looking from iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio, or Blog Talk Radio, um, the, the notes, show notes will be there with all the links that you will need. But can you let our listeners know how to reach you? Sure. So they can find me on
1: Instagram at april__sumner1414 or at my website, which is heartwarmingsurprise.com or on Facebook. And gosh, I'm just under April Sumner on Facebook, but I don't know what the URL link
0: would be. I could provide that to you. Okay, we'll find it. (laughs) We have a good way of finding everyone and we'll make sure that we have that here. Thank you again, my friend. It's really been such an honor to have you here. You're welcome. And everyone, thank you for joining here on the Inner Revolution. Continue to show compassion to others, hand to heart, feel that space deep within you. Remember to breathe, rest, relax, start over again as many times as you need to right now. And know that we will all get through this together. I will see you again next week. Thank you for listening to The Inner Revolution with Dr. Renee. Tune in again next week for another fabulous episode. You can reach out to me on Instagram at dr.reneemudray, or you can check out my website at www.transcendentheart.com. Talk to you again soon.